Hey everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Silver Screen Scoundrels, where we talk about everybody's favorite pastime, the movies. We are your host. I'm Colonel Bob. And I am 100% sure that that was not five seconds. I am Ian, and we are joined again tonight by our special guest, uh, Derek um, Maurice Hoskins. Derek, how are you tonight? <laughs> I'm good. Now I want it to be, uh, I want my middle name to be Maurice. I like that. Oh, it's be your name now. We just gave you Maurice. <laughs> Maurice. Maurice. Uh, no, I'm really good. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Um, you could say some call me Maurice. Wow. wow. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> nobody. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. You guys are jerks. We're here tonight to talk about the little blue beetle. Bob is embarrassed yeah. to be here. I'm not embarrassed at all. That was, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Derek. I was thinking the same thing. I'm just gonna go ahead because I'm not gonna cut this out. I, the reason why we all just laughed. Oh, okay. On the on the group text that we have, I asked Bob to move his camera up. He was just a little bit out of frame. Um, I apologize. So it's it's all good. Uh, I was to get I'm, this going. I'm excited to watch Blue Beetle. Or to watch shit. I'm watch so Blue Beetle. We're here I'm to watch Blue Beetle. Talk tonight. about Blue Beetle. Bob, so are you a, excited? You know, we haven't done a watch party in a while. We haven't. I was thinking about that the other day. We should do that on something. We should. Well, Streamlabs shut down. What? So. It, what? What's it? Yeah, they shut down. That's why we have one of the reasons why we haven't done one in a while. They shut down. How come? They just couldn't get it off the ground. Really, they 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 had to fold. What the hell? So there's no or stream there's lounge, no, not stream labs. Stream labs is a different company. Stream lounge where we do the well, watch party. No, there's no about. way to do do watch parties anymore. Yeah, we can do it. We'll figure it out. I'm sure there is. Maybe not like streaming it, it like that. We already watched it. <laughs> We're not watching it say again. That, then? Why would you even <laughs> say that then? <laughs> I didn't know if he was going to suggest it. Who? You. Bob's still Why salty that you didn't guys... come watch uh, World's uh, End with oh, us. Is that what's happening? <laughs> That was just I his told you jam. ahead of time that I probably wasn't going to make it. I, I know you do that probably, and that's the problem. Not when we watched it, he did not tell me that you probably weren't going to make it. I said, "Is Ian coming?" And he said, "I don't know." I said, "I'm going to text him." He goes, "All right, he, I don't know." Like I never I had a remember, conversation. Like, I, with like he I never don't remember it going it that way, but I do know that you guys don't fully listen to me, so I do know. Horseshit! Oh, Horseshit! Oh, pot meat kettle! What are you talking about? I'm talking about um, a minute ago. Okay, I'm going to start recording our conversations. About, something about record our conversations. Route four. Something about driving a route four. You said route four. I did say route four, but no one was driving on it. I said they gave us a hero to route four. Well, we still heard. And route by the way, four. when you said on. Uh, Post it here. You did it right at the, the correct spot, so that was awesome. You but also, Derek, you listened to that. Was he? Was he? Ta- were we all kind of talking at once when he said that, though? I no, I think he was talking himself, but he slurred the the word before he said "root for," and it kind of that kind of just kind of went right into it. So it was an understandable well, mistake. Well, when you that said had that nothing to do be, with us not listening because we heard we, you say we the heard word, "root for root for." We, that we never changed. Didn't hear the rest. Well, that's because we you're did. like, oh, no, no, root for yeah, root for. <laughs> Whatever. So a minute ago, he was talking about you guys should do that on your podcast. I was like, what? He's like, that show I was just talking about. I said, yeah, Trip brought it up the other day. He was talking about maybe wanting to do that. Bob's like, oh, you guys have already done an episode? I was like, no, wanting to do that. Future, You don't listen. Didn't hear you say it. Well, we didn't hear you. Hey, Bob, did you want that cheese in a block? 
I almost answered. I thought, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He's in always block. in a blog. Always in a blog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, Blue Beetle. So there was okay. a debate going. Go ahead. <laughs> there was a debate going on before the record button had started on whether this movie is doing well or not. So, fellas. Would you like to continue that debate? Is this movie making money currently? I saw a report where it, it, it's the worst opening for DC since '84, and Wonder I Man. and I will agree with him that it is not making money like it should. But I wouldn't call it a flop because I do think it will end up making its money back, unlike Wonder Woman '84, because Wonder Woman '84 was pretty universally panned, and this movie has been enjoyed by critics and audiences so far. So I think this movie will make back its budget and possibly even be profitable. I hope so, I hope so because I think it deserves it. Agreed. But I know what's what's it sitting at right now, Ian? I know it only had twenty five million opening weekend. I didn't look. I was hoping. I thought you did. Sorry. No, uh, I'll, I'll we pull talking. it up. It was a. It's a hundred and twenty five dollar budget or hundred twenty five dollars. Hundred twenty five dollars. I think it made it. Hundred twenty five million dollar budget. Um, and it opening weekend was 25 million. It's sitting at internationally 45 million right now. Um, so 25.4. Yeah. So right now 45 million. So that is not what you want to see, um, with $125 million. But at the same time, the other argument I was making is that they didn't give it any opportunity to succeed. They put it out with very minimal, um, marketing, a character, not a lot of people are familiar with the first Latino superhero in a climate right now that is increasingly xenophobic and racist and also in the middle of the biggest labor strike summer of all time. Um, xenophobic. What is this? What does aliens have to do with any of this? <laughs> different kind of alien, Ian, different kind of, uh... alien. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that they gave it zero chance to succeed at the box office. I think it'll, it'll make money eventually. I think they'll have, I'm sure they'll, you know, home, home sales and everything like that. It'll make its money. Um, eventually and also if I saw somebody that was talking about it saying that with James Gunn mentioning that that Blue Beetle will be the first character in the DCEU even though or the DCU even though this isn't the first movie the Superman Legacy is with him putting other characters in Superman Legacy if they put Blue Beetle in that this movie will make more money after the fact because more people will be aware of it you know it might take a yeah. couple of years yeah. but I, I do think it'll make end up making a profit eventually I hope so. Hope so. So, anyway, so long-winded. Sorry. Something about this movie that is unusual for us is that none of us, all three of us, watched it on our own. We didn't. Nobody watched it. We together. didn't watch it together at all. It was all at different times. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, conversation because we all had our experiences different. And Bob, I think you're the only one that got to watch it with an audience. Like we're, I did, we're, yeah. Ian, I Ian and I, we both watched it at separate times in like a private showing, and Bob actually watched it in with more than one other person with him, or in the in the yeah, theater. Yeah, but that might change. Uh, my home life is changing a little bit, so maybe that that could change. Hopefully. Ooh, now I'm intrigued. We'll talk about that later. I was remind curious, us though. to talk about that later. So. Yeah. I was curious what your uh, what your experience was with an audience because it was just me and Allie watching it, so I only got her reaction. We both loved it, so it was actually pretty crowded. That's why I was surprised when I read that it's not making money. There was a, a good forty people in there watching it with me. Um, I had to sit in the middle, and wow. I had to sit. I had to sit in the middle. In the middle, I wasn't able to sit on the end because the ends were all filled. Did so, you go alone or did you take Gabe with you? 
No, I was alone. Just me. Watch it by myself. But um, the general reaction to everyone is is enjoyment. And, you know, there was a bunch of guttural laughs going on because mm-hmm. it, it had very good timing on their comedic comedic jokes and I think uh, I think uh, I think it overall went well. Went over. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Excuse me. I really like the the guy that plays uh, Jaime. Hi, Jaime Reyes. I'm sorry, your name is Jamie? I know Jaime. <laughs> Jamie? Sit down, Hi. Jamie. Have a seat, Jamie. Jaime. <laughs> uh, pronouncing his real name is going to be rough. I know it's Zolo. Uh, Sholo. First, first name Sholo. Sholo. Oh, excuse me. Sholo. I think he's a great actor. He is. I, I can't him. pronounce his last name. I am so sorry. I don't remember oh, how it's pronounced. They really practiced Sholo, though, didn't you? You know, just because it's spelled X O L O, it's love, pronounced a different I love way. Cobra Kai, and he's you know one of the. Why well, I was imagine it's not pronounced X O L O. Obviously, it's pronounced a different way. Well, because it could be like Zolo, it could be Yolo. You don't know. What would it be? Oh, I would. Be, la- I wish his name so, was Yolo. Anyway, Yolo. Oh anyway, God. go ahead. We've we've interrupted you a couple of times, and no, you I've haven't. Heard, you haven't interrupted me. I've heard you get mad when that happens. I kind of see him getting mad right now. <laughs> I'm just going to turn my mic off. I'm just going to turn my mic off. One, I, one thing I need to say to you: I, you've talked over me several times. <laughs> hey, it ain't going to end anytime soon, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Fun with friends. So, <laughs> you're right. I did go watch this on my own, so people like you couldn't interrupt me during the movie. Um, do I, I went. Do no, you guys don't do that. I uh, went to a private showing. It was me and one other person. So I mean, it wasn't a general audience, but still, uh, I had a little company, and I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't love it. Um. My quick thoughts before I dive into my opinion is it I don't like that this is the one that's kind of like kickstarting the DC uh universe here, but at the same time, like I don't hate it by any means. I'm not saying it's gonna fail because of it. Uh I like the character of Blue Beetle. I like the character of uh of Jaime. Um I have been reading some um not Blue Beetle, but like a I don't remember. He was in a he was in a few issues with Batman and uh there might have been a Justice League thing going on there, but I can't remember. But I really like the the newer version of Blue Beetle. Um is this personally. staying true to the newer version? I'm sorry. Is this is this staying true to the newer version? Yes. It's it's dude well, it's not the newer version is not so much family oriented. No, but it is it's more so than than either of the others. Like they they did give the family more in this, but his family is important in the comics, but they right. did lean into it more heavily. But as as far as like Jaime goes, like the character and the uh, the scarab and the interactions with him, the the things that the scarab can do, that's all pretty pretty accurate to to this iteration of Blue Beetle. I'll tell you who needs his own movie, and I heard he might be getting one soon or a show or something. Booster Gold. Booster Gold's getting a show, man. Booster Gold is getting a show, and I'm excited. And the mid credit scene could uh, possibly be leading into that. Why? Is he... he... 
So, so we'll, we'll get into that. I want to hear your actual thoughts on the movie, though, Bob, because Ian said he liked it, didn't love it, uh, didn't hate it. What did uh, what did you think? I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was very fun. Um, my only, I, I have very slim nitpicks. Uh, I didn't like that it was basically Iron Man. It was telling the Iron Man story again. Um, I, I, I wish it would have been a little more. A little I disagree more, with that a thousand percent, but we'll go on. A little more um, um, original, I, I, I would have liked. Um, but uh, all in all, I thought it was uh, uh, very fun. I thought the effects were great. I thought the acting was superb. Um, I like Susan Sarandon as a villain, but, um, uh, you know, come on, she's Obadiah. Um, but uh, um, the villain, the, the I didn't like that his villain was a villain that was just like him. That's another comparison to Iron Man that that I got, uh, I thought it should have been a, a, a better villain, but it made sense for it being his origin story. So, so it didn't bother me too much, but, um, acting, I loved the action. I loved, and I loved the family aspect of it. I loved the brother and sister. I thought they had great chemistry. Uh, I teared up with the dad. Um, I thought that, that was very important. And George Lopez didn't annoy me like he usually does. He actually <laughs> made me laugh. So, um, all in all, I, I I like it, and the grandma made me laugh the hardest out of out of all of them. I've stormed these kind of fortresses before, you know. So she said that so matter of fact, like there there wasn't a joke. Oh, I've stormed these types of facilities, and I, I thought that was hilarious. So I uh, I love this movie, hands down, straight up love this movie. It um, it might be my favorite DC movie of the entire DCEU since this is one of the last ones. Um, I agree with Bob. I think the family aspect was excellent. The The acting was great. The action with a, a exception of a couple of little issues that I had towards the beginning was great. I actually really liked Carapax, the villain. I, I think Susan Sarandon's always great. Um, and I, I just, I really loved it. Plus the Easter eggs and the little, the little things throughout this movie there were a lot of blink and you'll miss it and also the the whole omac like i didn't know uh, omac i remember from playing dc universe online and the whole idea like that was the thing that takes over people it's like an ultron sort of idea yeah mm -hmm. um so i really enjoyed that uh i love the family as aspect um the the main character playing Jaime Sholo is a great young actor, and I think that oh, he's got a I think he's got a long long career ahead of him. He's he was great in what I've seen of Cobra Kai. I've still only seen the first season. I need to go catch up with that. Um, but he was excellent in that. He was great in this. Um, all the actors had great chemistry, and I did a lot more than tear up. I full on cried four times in this movie, like full out. And there's one moment where you guys know I sobbed and that's understandable, but I mean, I, I full on cried four times in this movie. I, lo I loved it. I have two small nitpicks that will keep this from being a perfect film, like well, perfect superhero movie. Well, go ahead and go into those net, net paths, nitpicks. Unless Bob had more good stuff to say. Cause like I was going to start transitioning into my like nitpicks and then my overall thoughts. I said my, I said my nitpick in my, in my rant. So. Okay, well that's true. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
Uh, so mine, uh, unlike Bob, the Nana didn't work for me. Unfortunately, um, I didn't hate her by any means. She just there. You there was something. The there was something about the the way the actress delivered a couple of her lines. It, it felt a little too cheesy. I love the idea that she was a revolutionary when she was younger. That's a really cool idea. But there was just something about it where the delivery didn't work for me. And they kind of they stuck on her too long in a couple of scenes where if they would have made it a little quicker, I think the joke would have landed better for me. But I know a lot of people have been enjoying her. Um, so so I didn't love the, that they leaned so hard into Nana. And then the other nitpick is that the early action scenes in this movie felt to me like a TV movie. Like they, they felt a little the choreography wasn't great. There was it, it felt a little slow. Uh, it picked up later on. And I know you could probably say, well, you know, he's getting used to the scarab. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And I understand that. But there was something about the way it was filmed that felt like it was. Because for those that don't know, this movie was supposed to be a Max original. Or that That's how they filmed it. And then they transitioned later yeah. on to, to turn it into a movie uh, or a, an actual theatrical release. So I uh, those are the only two nitpicks that I had. Like I said, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. And those two those two complaints only took one point off of my score by the end of it. So Ian, I know you're going to have a couple more negatives so we can. No, that's all right. You're allowed to have your, well, I agree with you on Nana thing. Telling us the nitpicks and your negatives doesn't mean you're crapping all over the movie. Just giving your opinion. Nana didn't work for me fully. Um, There were a few moments that she made me chuckle, um, but I can see why she didn't necessarily work for you, Derek. Um, it's not to the same degree for me, but um sorry, I thought I heard something outside my window again. Not unusual. Anyway, nobody's gonna come creeping through there. If you guys see a face, let me know. Ian's <clears> doppelganger <throat> just peeks through the windows. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, my big nitpick was too much family. There was too much. Somewhere you know, Vin Diesel big... just just woke up out of like a dead sleep. Too much, <laughs> too much. No such thing as too much family. <laughs> you never have enough family. <laughs> We're taking to the streets, family. So, to me, family was too much in this one. You're this big, like, like, because he struggled with the blue beetle. Uh, almost said parasite scarab, <laughs> and there got like these dangerous automatic weapons and, and huge firepower and his family's just like we're gonna go help him i'm like ah, <laughs> to me um as you guys have heard me say before i thought uh that's kind of what ruined shazam 2 for me was there's a little bit too much family aspect going on there um you know it's supposed to be about shazam mm-hmm. his family is important don't get me wrong uh but i think they overplayed it and i think it in my opinion, in this one, the family thing was overplayed again, and that just seems to be a trend with DC. Because um, I feel like they kind of did that with the Flash, like with the two berries, and um, that, that didn't 100% work for me. But that's that's my biggest nitpick. It's not even like a huge turn-me-off-of-the-movie type nitpick. I just mm-hmm. thought they overplayed the family thing. I thought the humor wasn't all there for me uh so, so a lot of the jokes didn't land i i chuckled and i uh had a good good time a few times but for the most part uh i thought it was a decent movie um didn't love it uh i'm still not gonna give it a terrible rating though yeah um 
I, I did want to mention Bob mentioned the uh, or we're since we're talking about the family a little bit. Uh, the dad, I absolutely loved. I, I thought he was a great character. Yeah. I really enjoyed him, uh, especially just seeing just seeing a family that is just positive and and loving and enjoy being around each other. Even their even the brother sister dynamic where they kind of bickered and everything, but they felt like brother and sister. She um, took that big shit. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> the uh, the interaction with George Lopez and the rest of the family where he's talking about we can't call the cops because then they're going to come and they start asking for documents. And it's, it's a real issue that people have to face where you're going to have somebody, um, you know, it, they don't know what's going to happen. Is their family going to be torn apart just because they want to go and, and ask for help? You know, is this going to end terribly for them? I thought that was a really nice scene, a really a really powerful scene, and uh, and of course the the scene where where Jaime is talking to his dad in the in the afterlife, that kind of in between space, was a highlight of the movie for me, and incredibly emotional. Like it was so well acted, it was so well done. The scenery, the 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 effects of that entire scene um, was phenomenal absolutely excellent and i mean when i say that i that i cried in that scene i mean like big like huge tears shoulder shaking kind of a sob it was a, it was a beautiful scene so i think the family was great and bob i agree with you the uh george lopez of it all didn't didn't throw me off because while i like george lopez he can be a bit much when he's in a movie he kind of he's he's real big he's real loud He's got a very specific brand of comedy that doesn't always work in an ensemble, and I think he did a really good job. Agreed. I, I didn't hate George Lopez in this either, fellas. Um, not that I normally hate George Lopez. I used to watch the George Lopez show every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, small doses, I think, for me is okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. I didn't hate the overall use of the family aspect. I thought the dad... That was a poor choice of words. I was going to say what happened to him was very heart-wrenching, but I ah! didn't mean it that way, so I just started trying to stop myself. <laughs> but it really is, though. Like It it, it really did oh. hurt, 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 hurt my heart to see him have that Not as attack. much as it hurt his heart. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> what, Bob? It tugged on those heartstrings, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, especially the so, arteries. Uh, let's talk about the extra credit scene. Now, why are you saying... Why are you saying that that's going to set? Ian, up you're people? done talking. Let's talk about the extra credits. <laughs> so, what one thing that I liked about this was the fact that they they didn't gloss over the fact that Jaime is the third Blue Beetle. They yeah. they brought up Dan Garrett, who was the original. They really featured Ted Cord heavily without him being in the movie. You're and, talking about the uh, suit. Yeah, I mean, you saw both the suits. They talked. They showed originally the idea behind. Uh, Dan Garrett, they showed him, or they talked about him passing the scarab onto Ted, scarab onto Ted Cord. How Ted Cord couldn't use the scarab, so he created all this technology around it. Um, I, I thought they they paid great homage to all of that past of of Blue Beetle. And one of the things that happened, uh, spoiler here for anybody, we haven't gone real deep into spoilers, uh, but the the mid credit scene is a recording or a message from Ted Cord from wherever he is, and. The reason why I said that gets me excited about the Booster Gold show is because Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, and Booster Gold are a duo. They're a team. They're really good friends. They travel together. They work together. They do a lot together. And one of the theories is... And they're funny together. One of the theories is he was working with his buddy Booster and got stuck in a time time stream and is out of time somewhere. And that's why he disappeared. He's stuck somewhere with Booster. 
which would be amazing because Booster Gold, for anybody that doesn't know, is from the future, comes back to our time with um, with a bunch of future tech, becomes a superhero. He's kind of a goofy character. He comes back to our time because he gambles all of his money away and owes a bunch of money. He's a, he's just kind of a loser. Well, um, he, he was a former football player, wasn't he? At yeah, some point? <laughs> yeah, something like that. He gets a hold of this uh, gets a hold of this real real fancy tech, and in our time, that makes him essentially a superhero. Uh, but him and Ted Cord together are a lot of fun. They're really fun in the comics when they're together. Um, Agreed. And and I, so yeah, that makes me excited for the idea that Jim, that James Gunn already said that blue that Blue Beetle that Booster Gold is coming in the TV show. And so since they introduced Ted Cord, I think that uh, I think we're going to see the continuation of that in Booster Gold. Oh, neat. They brought Booster Gold into the Rebirth series where um, Batman is actually fighting his father, Thomas Wayne, from the Flashpoint timeline, uh, the whole button thing. Uh, they bring they bring him in, and as like there's this whole thing going on with Batman and Catwoman, how they're going to get married, and... Booster Gold wants to give him a wedding present, and the wedding present was like for him to like go back in time and fix it to where Bruce's parents never died, so he never has to be Batman. And he just fucks everything up, and he keeps <laughs> having to go back over and over and over and try to fix it, and he keeps making it worse each time. <laughs> and it's it's a fantastic storyline. If you haven't read it, go read it because it it made me laugh profusely while reading it. Yeah, it really is. And also, if uh, if anybody wants more Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle, uh, I would really recommend checking out the Young Justice TV show, the the animated series. He shows up in the second season. Matter of fact, the second season has a lot to do with the uh, the Scarab in general because they kind of hinted at it. The Scarab is not a good thing. Like it is a from a horrible horrible race called the Reach. That that is their entire thing. They invade entire planets. They take a host. Uh, take over it completely the host doesn't by the end of it the host has no idea what's going on and they just go on murderous rampage devouring entire worlds the reach is a terrible terrible threat oh uh, really so that could be something they could they could deal with later on uh yeah so if you want to if you want to know more about it check out young justice also uh green lantern new guardians from the new 52 there's a great issue uh where blue beetle goes and talks to kyle rayner about being a superhero um, a lot of fun in that because they're both younger superheroes and uh, yeah, it's a good time. Blue Beetle's a cool character. I'm glad he's finally getting a chance to, to be in the spotlight. I hope it, hope he gets to keep going. Great. I don't know anything about him, what you guys just said, but I hope it keeps going. Same. 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 Does anybody uh, want to kick off our ratings? Okay, get off. Go, Bob. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Derek? Do you want me to go? Do you want yeah. to go last? Are you sure? You're going to be the low. Yeah. Do you want I'm to sandwich already... it between two goods or? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll just raw dog it at the end. Okay. Well, I told you guys I only had two nitpicks. Each of those were only worth half a point. This is a nine out of ten. This is my favorite DC movie at this point. Fuck me. I, loved, right. I loved this movie. I cannot wait to watch it again. I'm glad you liked it. Multiple times. I liked it. I know you I did. Was, I was going to give it a six. That's surprisingly low, but you are more cynical and you don't like joy, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You've, been give, you've been given a lot of movies. 
You've been giving a lot of movies nines. You are you, a, are you chewing on a cockroach leg? What are you <laughs> chewing on? You know damn good well that would put him in a shock right now. <laughs> an allergic <laughs> shock. It would. It's Is a, that a twist tie, you toddler? Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> you do whatever you want, Bob. You chew on whatever. You chew that roach leg. <laughs> so, what was I going to say? Bob even told me the other day that he noticed that uh, he either gives them really low or really high. And why is that? Why was your reason? I don't. I don't know. I do notice that because I because I I don't know because I feel so strongly. I connect. No, so. you gave me a specific reason the other day. He was that like, I, I think I figured it out. <laughs> I was like, What happened? And you told me. <laughs> I was like, Oh well. I do. I give. I give. Uh, High or low? I'm usually not in the middle. I'll do that for you. All right. Well, this was our review on the Blue Beetle movie and uh, our hopes for a for a future in the DC. And hopefully, everything goes smooth with James Gunn fucking everything up. And um, hopefully, uh, he's not fuck anything. Hope he already is. And um, uh, he hasn't done anything yet. As soon as soon as he, re- <laughs> what do you mean he hasn't done anything? Yet? All he did he's was already- get- He's he's already removed Michael Keaton. That's strike one, two, and three. That's all I needed. So anyway, hopefully they have <laughs> Booster Gold in here soon. And uh, with that being said, we have been the Silver Screen Striking out like Thanks. the Looney Tunes. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, like Naked Gun. You're right. <laughs> So uh, we are the Silver Screen Scoundrels. Somewhere, I don't know where he's going to be at, probably at the bottom, is Derek uh, Maurice Hoskins. And check us out. We've got some stuff coming up soon on Paperweight. We've got Ahsoka is our next one. Ahsoka's coming out this week. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when this this drops on YouTube, Ahsoka will be on Disney+. Plus. So look for that at the end of the week. Watch watch that immediately because we're going to talk about it. Like I said, we're the Silver Screen Scoundrels. And as always, everybody, thank you and good night. Bye, everybody.